Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cape Time, and we are here to discuss episode eight of WandaVision. We are one week out from the finale. We're all going nuts, but I don't know about you guys, but me, episode eight was my favorite episode of the entire series so far. And for others, it was actually their least favorite, which I find mind-boggling. Tom, how are you doing, and what do you feel about all that? Uh, here we go. <laughs> In my opinion, episode eight was the best episode Bang. so far. That is my opinion, and I don't think it can be changed because I'm, I'm, I'm stubborn, okay? But still, uh, I think this is one of the most necessary episodes as well in order to make the finale the the, mo- the ultimate payoff, because we've now seen Wanda's story, what letter, and people have called it filler. I made the video on the YouTube channel. Uh, people, it's not filler. It's not just because it doesn't go forward in time doesn't mean it's not filler. And it technically did go forward in time as well. I mean, we at the end, but still. It's, it's not showing what showing the key events that led to WandaVision is not filler. It's not. I'm sorry. So I understand it didn't give major answers. I understand that there's a lot to answer in episode nine, but you have to take these episodes as individual things. We can judge whether or not episode nine, you know, had enough time to answer all the questions once mm-hmm. episode nine comes out. But what we can't do is play predictor and say, well, because episode eight didn't answer X, Y, Z, you know, that means, you know, the the show is now messy. We have we'll figure that out on Friday. You have to take each each episode for as an individual thing, in my opinion. I'm not going to judge episode eight off of episode nine or episode seven. We're going to judge episode eight. Is this a good episode? This not only is this a good episode, it's a great episode. It's one of the best things that Marvel's ever done, in my opinion. I think that this is, you know, well, I think this is just like top tier MCU. They took Wanda's story seriously. They didn't, you know, and and I think I like the way they portrayed, you know, grief, you know. You know what leads what leads to all of this. I think they told a really beautiful story in this episode, and it, it's disappointing that people have grown impatient. Uh, it's it's disappointing that people don't have an understanding of how television works. Uh, you know, I understand that we live in kind of an instant gratification kind of landscape, which is why movies work better, I guess. Sometimes, I guess, but whatever. Uh, or like binge watching works better, but you know, this is uh, this is definitely my favorite episode. I think it's just a beautiful episode uh, that was very necessary. And next week, lastly, next week, I think the payoff's going to be huge because of this episode, because now you've seen what she's gone through, you've seen that the thing that she loves the most is in danger, her two kids, and now. You know, we get that last 50 minute or so episode to really 
have that final battle that everyone's been waiting for. Yeah, I think you really hit on every point there. I mean, and you're right about people judging way too early for no reason. I mean, we even saw that with episode seven, because at the end of the episode, there was a you know, pretty decent sized group of people that were saying, um, oh, it just kind of ruins the series now, because with Agatha being the villain and not Wanda, that means Wanda's just scotch-free. It's all Agatha all along, so she's responsible for none of this. But no, if you just wait one episode, you'll see. It was not all Agatha. In fact, it was mostly not Agatha, actually. She was really just there to try to figure out how Wanda did this. She, but she, but she's not responsible for really any of what actually happened. So, I mean, people just judge way too quick for no reason, and it's just silly. And the same thing's happening already with episode 8 for episode 9, like you said. There's, yes, there are some plot lines that need to be resolved, but there are also some that don't need to be resolved. I mean, we got to keep in mind that when you look through the things that have been answered, like let's say um, we obviously need to know about Fiatro, as Agatha would call it. <laughs> We need to know about, oh, at least I, for me, I want to know what's happening with Vision, like what's yep. the deal with, with the Mind Stone, too. Like, is that real at all? Did she manifest that? What's that about? And there's, there's there are quite a few questions, but some of them don't need to be answered yet because this is this is basically a prequel to Doctor, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I mean, some plot lines can very easily be left to be resolved in that movie. So I think that it's kind of crazy to think that every single thing needs to be resolved now. I mean, even in regular TV shows that don't lead into a movie, which is most TV shows, yeah. they don't they don't always resolve a plot line in a finale. Not all. There are always remaining threads. Exactly, and, and as long as they what, eventually get hit, they're fine. That, that's what keeps the flame going, you know. Exactly. That's what, you know, if you tell a complete story, it's basically a miniseries, and technically, WandaVision is a miniseries. I don't envision it getting a, a second season. I feel like it's a complete, you know, six-hour story. But it also, but there is also a sequel to it in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness as well. So I just I sent sent you the tweet that uh, a few weeks ago that uh, I thought Wanda. You know, Wanda, I mean, Agatha was more of like an enabler. She wasn't responsible for this. And I called it. So, ha. Huh? Uh, because I think people were concerned that uh, they were going to make uh, Agatha like, in, you know, the, 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 the person that did all of this. And, you know, Wanda gets off scot-free, like you said. She did not. Uh, Wanda did this. And, uh, you know, uh, we also got answers about that that Hayward lied as well. Hayward did not. I mean, uh, Wanda did not take Vision's body. She brought Vision back miraculously by herself. Uh, and a, a new Vision. There are now two Visions. We have yeah. two Visions. We don't have one Vision. We have two Visions. We have a white Vision and the Vision that looks like the, the old Vision that before he died. Uh, so, you know, we're getting answers. It's not like this... You know, this episode answered the biggest question of them all. Uh, how did this happen? Uh, how did this yeah. reality get created? We got that answer. So you can't tell me that we didn't get answers. And we also got answers to what the fuck those com commercials were talking about. You know, with the Stark uh, bomb that sounded like the toaster yep. from the first episode. So we've gotten some answers there. So it's like, guys, 
we're getting answers slowly but surely. All these things are getting answered right now. I don't understand uh, the whole, we're not getting any answers crowd. It's like, uh, this episode literally just answered the biggest question. Uh, And also, it also answered that uh, Evan Peters is not the Aaron Taylor Johnson version of Pietro as well. Uh, We didn't need confirmation on that, but but we got confirmation on that as well. You know, I don't, I, I just don't, I don't understand the whole, I think Kevin Feige and company have earned the benefit of the, of the doubt here. I think I think they know what they're doing. I I, I do. Uh, they they gave you a six hour movie about Wanda's grief. Uh, you know, denial of the grief, accepting the grief, you know, addressing the grief. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful story. So shh, <laughs> please, please stop now. The only questions that I have now is like, you know, like, is there a secondary villain? Probably, I don't think. I think Agatha is the main antagonist, but maybe she's in conjunction with someone else. Maybe she's working with uh, Nightmare or something. Uh, you know, who knows? Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, I think we'll see like Nightmare, Grim Reaper, Mephisto in other projects soon. Uh, you know, I don't think, I think this is only the beginning of that kind of stuff, that kind of, uh, yeah. devilish stuff. Uh, so, so, so really, I think like, um, yeah. it sets it up. I mean, it, it's definitely setting that up and they know what they're doing. I think really nightmare is definitely not going to say definitely, but it's likely going to be the villain of Dr. Strange too. And the question becomes whether or not, cause I've heard some say this is Agatha, kind of like a nightmare infused character and she's taking that nightmare role or is she working for nightmare and i and I, my gut tells me that she's working for nightmare i just don't think we see nightmare as a main part well, of the who film. sent who sent agatha there is a good question well yeah exactly i mean did she send herself there i mean yeah. it is, it's certainly possible because did she, she wanted did to, she live in new jersey this entire time it's not even that. I mean, she might she might have literally just been able to feel this chaos magic for all we know. Mm. I mean, she doesn't really elaborate, but it's the it seems that the chaos magic that she talked about is what's interesting her so much. Like, this shouldn't even be a thing. Like, how are you even doing this? And she wants to. She probably she might even want this power for herself. I mean, I don't Baron know. Baron Wolfgang agrees. I I will say that would be interesting if he had some level of involvement we don't know about. That would be mm. pretty cool. But um, chaos magic. Oh my god, he was. I I I really like Doctor Strange one. So it's good to see Doctor Strange one getting some love with these yes. plot with these like little uh little plot threads. Uh, you know, so excited for Doctor Strange two. Sam Raimi's gonna kill it. Uh, but yeah, I I agree. Uh, chaos magic. I'm really into this kind of uh this magic shit. I'm in. I, I'm in. I like this. Oh, I want to see more of this shit. Uh, get, oh, let's get, let's get nuts. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Uh, so, oh, okay. yeah, exactly. Uh, I else? mean, I've heard. I'm excited to see Doctor Strange in how his role is going to be because I expect him to be in this final episode. My question is, Charles Murphy doubled down on it. Oh triple yeah, down. and I trust, down. I trust Charles as much as anybody. That he, tri- dude. he didn't just double down on it; he like tripled down on it. <laughs> yeah, he, he's 
He's definitely right. I have no doubt. Doctor Strange will, without a doubt, be in this finale. The question also, just becomes, like... Uh, well, yeah. yeah. Also, Cumberbatch, like, crashed the WandaVision uh, interview junket as well. It's kind of hinted um, at. Yeah. He kinda, yeah. Well, he's in it. He's, he's definitely going to be there. It's really just how long is he going to be there? Maybe it's like just the last 10 minutes. Maybe it's even less or who knows? Maybe he's there for like the last 20 minutes in a giant epic final battle. I mean, I really don't know. But um, I think that they're really going to set up this the next movie, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, very well. It's going to be a very clear cut connection. And I'm interested to see if they do any direct ties that are going to connect Spider-Man um no way home because obviously it connects to that as well and that's going to be the first thing it does connect to in terms of the chronological chronological order i'd assume so um it's going to be interesting there's a lot of things they can do here but um i've heard a lot of good things about dr strange too man i i've even heard some stuff you you don't even know about it's very it's going to be very good sam raimi motherfucker oh yeah and i've heard he's had a lot of fun with the camera work oh yeah that's oh, yeah. the that's the good stuff. I heard yeah. I heard that's the the one thing he's been like total creative freedom with. He's getting full creative freedom with the cinematography. Oh man, you're speaking my language right now. Right. This as is, soon as I heard that, I was like, I'm gonna, in. Gonna I'm have in. to tell Tom about that. Yeah, because uh, I like that shit. Cause oh yeah. The camera the camera work and cinematography and the Raimi trilogy is just chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm not going to say this will happen for sure. I'm 99% sure Tobey Maguire's in the movie. That'd be really cool. I mean, it is the multiverse of madness, so go for it. And also, because with Raimi directing, right, I think he should be the guy to go back into that universe and, and do something there as well. I mean, that would be such a such an amazing thing to do i mean that's like if uh tim burden was directing flashpoint right like can you imagine yeah like, so like yeah go back into the 1989 universe go 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 have fun with that uh so yeah fuck, fuck it. and i keep hearing some of the same thing though i just want to add one last thing he yeah. is sam raimi is like seriously doing this as well with the with keeping in mind that if he does this project he really does want to have that segue into a Spider-Man 4. I've heard that. I really have. I've heard that from sources that I semi-trust at the very least. You know, the guys that I want involved in Spider-Man, Sam Raimi is definitely one of those people. Uh, you know, just like... Oh, I like, I, I want to clarify, have like, I mean Toby, by the way. Toby oh, Spider-Man 4. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I want both Spider-Man 4s. I think with, yeah, I'll take with, both. <laughs> with multiple uh, Batman franchises running, I think we can have multiple Spider-Men. Oh, totally. I mean, what's to stop them from doing that? I mean, Spider-Man's really the one character I think that Marvel would do it with. Like, I don't see them doing it with anyone else, honestly. But with Spider-Man, totally. Because they already have two other franchises that died prematurely. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean Come I, wouldn't on, why not? I wouldn't say Spider-Man 3 died prematurely. Because well, it's more like he, he wanted to do another one, even yeah. though he never got to. Even though I yeah. do feel the ending of Spider-Man Sp- 3, it did feel like an ending, though. Yes. Yeah, he left it off at, like, the like an ending point, which was yeah. very smart, very forward-thinking there, buddy. Oh, yeah, uh, thank God he didn't leave any, like, cliffhangers or anything. Like, you, that would have sucked. Can you imagine if, it, if the franchise got canceled after, like, Spider-Man 2 with the... Uh, 
Green Goblin. Oh. I'd be like, oh. what the fuck? We all would have been saying for years what could have been, but I, I guess we'll, we'll get back to WandaVision now. <laughs> um, sorry about that little rant. We but just I really like those out. movies. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, Go check out our reviews on those, by the way. Yes, please check them out. And for WandaVision, man, um, I can't believe it's almost over, man. I really can't. Next week, not even next week now, it's only, what, four days? Today's, yeah. um, well, wait, I'm not going to break It's Tuesday. Oh, three, two days, really, almost, yeah, when you think Tuesday, about it. You have to get through the rest of today, Wednesday, and then Thursday, Thursday night, essentially. Thursday night, yeah, it's basically Thursday night, even though it's exactly. technically it's Friday. Friday. It's, it's, Thursday, it's Thursday, very late at night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's really not far off. I'm, I'm literally staying up with my friends at my place. We're going to stay up that whole night just to watch it together. I cannot wait for that, and man, it's going to be a really wild episode, man. I just, I hope, I know it's not going to happen, but I really want Vision to make it out of this, man. I and I know he won't, but I His want His ass him. is so, grass. <laughs> oh, it's so sad, dude. It's so yeah. sad. But I he have is. a couple questions, though. He's deader than Gamora. Like, he couldn't leave the Hex, but Correct. it looked like his body just crumbled, but it was still existing outside the hex. But what's his? What is his body? Is it actual matter? Is it just totally non-existent? I just, I just don't know. It's Agatha all along. Stop it. I don't. Uh, I don't know, man. That's a good question. I, I mean, we've heard, our, we've heard theories. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh. It's weird, man, because she's capable of spontaneous creation. So I think, in a sense, he is real. Mm -hmm. I do. I just don't know what constitutes... Uh, It's hard to explain, man. I just don't know whether or not he's able to exist outside of this. Because this basically is another universe he created, right? I mean, that's what we'd call it. So I guess maybe he's restricted to living there. Yeah, so I think he's technically real. I just don't know why he can't live outside of the the hex because mm. it's. I'm pretty sure it's a real creation of matter from what we from just from my understanding of chaos magic so far because it's spontaneous creation, not like visualizations or anything like that. Mm. It's yeah. weird. It's true. It's true, and it's also how the fuck did uh. Pietro get in there as well. Like, and that's the biggest question for me. And a lot of people are like, who cares, man? That's not even the main plot line. I'm like, I know it's not the main plot line, but I can't help my curiosity because, like, every time I think I know what's going to happen, they throw me a curveball. And I'm like, well, maybe I'm wrong. I, I go back and forth literally every day on this because I still stand by it. I think it's Fox Pietro, or Peter rather, because. It's the only logical explanation for why she would need to possess somebody. Like, why would she possess someone that worked for her? What? Did, what like, there's no need to do that. They worked mm. for her. And how would they have the Quicksil- Quicksilver's powers if this was a random person she possessed? Also, makes no sense. I mean, to me, it's it can't be as simple as that. If it is, that would be a knock I'd have to give on Foggy. I'm not trying to be an ass about it, but like you to me, it just would be like almost like you couldn't get Aaron Taylor Johnson back. And they were just like, well, I guess we'll use him for fun. 
and they just did that. Like, that would be kind of stupid. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I need to know, man. I need to know. I'll say this. If they leave that plot line unresolved, I'm going to be really pissed. Who's been messing up everything? It was Evan Peters all along. Oh, oh, wow. Boom. There we go. But yes, thank you. Thank you. It actually flowed really well. It is. I'm actually proud of myself for that. Um, You know, Aaron Taylor Johnson was almost Batman, you know. Yeah, he's been in a lot of almost roles, actually. Mm. He was almost Batman. So suck on that. That's a fun one. That's a fun one. Batman being him. Well, because Robert Pattinson's a goat, but that's for another discussion. <laughs> Sparkly vampire man. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, and one the biggest takeaway I had from this episode, something that really interests me the most, is did we basically get confirmation that Wanda's a mutant, or am I just dumb? Uh, say that again. Hey, did we basically get confirmation that Wanda's a mutant? Oh, that. He, he, I'm you're right? speaking my fucking language. Right? You're speaking my fucking. You know, it has to be because they because she had her powers before she, she exploded the, the stone. So the bomb wouldn't explode. So it has to be that she already had powers before she was even exposed to the the hydra shit. Okay, so she has a gene. Uh, yeah, and I would say it's an X factor or an X gene bum 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 Wanda retroactively and and dead Pietro in my opinion are mutants I wholeheartedly agree man I mean there's no other logical explanation for that I mean they so clearly set that up for them to be mutants there and I'm like holy shit dude that that's re- this, this is actually it they these are mutants those they are without a doubt mutants and you know because, i didn't think they were going to do that because i'm going to tell you why they're mutants as well i'm going to tell you why they're mutants yeah yeah i know there's this whole chosen one thing with wanda that she's the scarlet witch yada, but i yada, think yada. it's more of but, like a prophecy that she happens to be ex- feeling exactly but what but how do you explain her brother her brother exactly also had powers so either her totally brother right. Either her, I think her brother probably had those had her his powers as well. I mean, if she had her powers before, you can logically assume that he did too. They're the same. Well, you, the same. you get to remember, like with G, with the X on um, the mutant genes, they don't always kick in to a later age. So I yes. mean, they could have just not kicked in for either of them right away, and then the stones just again they amplified or sped up that process a bit. Also, I, I, I mean, I think at least that would make uh, sense to me. Also, like. Is, isn't your X gene like? Doesn't it always activate when like you're trying to like survive? Things? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that could be the case. Because like it's time. a survival thing. Like I remember in Dead, because I watched Deadpool, and like his and he just wouldn't die when they were experimenting on him because of his X gene. I was just kind of wondering. Uh, I, I still have to do kind of research on like the exact the exact minutia of the X gene. What what exactly how exactly because i know it kicks in when you're it can kick in at pretty much any time usually around like your 11 12 13 14 if i remember correctly but like also if you look at x-men 3 the last stand angel got his wings when he was like eight so mm-hmm. 
you can be a kid. It varies, yeah. It just varies. So, really, just looking at everything we saw, too, I mean, when she was gazing into the Mind Stone, she basically saw her future self, like what she can be, which was very interesting. I mean, that's how I took it, at least. Yeah, with the headpiece. And people, like, um, changed the lighting on that picture. And you can see, like, she's wearing the full outfit. Like, it's kind of hard to see, but that's, she's wearing common. the outfit. It's a coming. She so, is going to be the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, man, the, this really is it. And I'm just interested to see how Feige handles mutants now, because this this is definitely an introduction to mutants, obviously, even with their kids who are definitely going to return. I mean, this is not the end of them, even if they don't make it past this show to start. They're going to be back guaranteed no, 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 in the future. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, I, I already know... I already know when they're coming back, too. I'm not going to say, but I know when. Doctor Strange, too? I can't tell you. Oh. Well, I could tell you, but not not on air. (laughs) I I have that fucking X-Men theme song stuck in my head because I watched the cartoon the other day. Oh. It's just, it's on repeat in my head. It just won't go away. And I I don't mind, but it makes for bad uh, podcasting when you keep humming it. So I'm sorry. But, uh. You know, what What else is there? We didn't see Monica or Jimmy, uh, and we also didn't didn't see Cietro as well, but that's not the point of this episode. Exactly. The that's why it doesn't really bother me. It doesn't bother me in the slightest, because I know we're going to get that, you know, wrapped up next episode. But also, like, this episode, like I said before, is primarily focused on Wanda, what she's been through, what led her to this point, and her grief, her acceptance of the grief. And she comes out of her that that episode a different person. Wanda now knows that everything was all bullshit. That that she created a bullshit world, and now she's she's kind of snapped out of it, and she's ready to fight mm-hmm. for her kids and get out of Westview and you know get back out there. So you know yeah. this episode was like a key character episode. Like if this episode doesn't happen episode nine wouldn't won't hit as well as it should you know it's a crucial episode uh filmmaker 101 filmmaking 101 make make people care about your characters bang uh do you have any other thoughts for the episode man i mean it was i i gotta say vision was really great in the one scene he had in the episode i mean Every line of dialogue Paul Bettany has is when he's into that character, just so profound, man. Like the line of what is grief, if not love persevering, everyone's been talking about it. And I got to say, man, that is truly a beautiful line. I mean, that's about as good as it gets in terms of dialogue. So whoever's writing the screenplay for the show, thank you very much for that, because that was a scene that could make any grown man cry, quite on, quite honestly. Also, we have to point out, we have to give some love to Katherine Hahn. Oh, Because she is killer in this show. She is kicking ass right now. She is intimidating. She can be intimidating. She can be funny. You know, so she can be snarky. Uh, you know, she she's just awesome. She's an awesome. She's a great villain. Uh, she's definitely one of the, the better MCU villains, in my opinion. I think, you know, but I think that it will get confirmed on Friday. Uh, depending on what we what we see from her, uh, you know, I do wish we got a little more time with her. 
but I'm okay with it. I'm okay. Uh, because this show wasn't really about hero versus villain. This yeah. show, this sh- the point of this show is hero, you know, becoming, accepting, and becoming something more, you know, uh, accepting that, you know, uh, Vision's gone. <laughs> he's not. He's dead. Uh, and it's time to move on. Now, my what you know what's going to be really interesting, episode nine when she sees White Vision. Uh, yeah, because, because it's like that's that's her vision. That's the that's the vision that she loved. That's well, that's the those are the parts of the yeah. vision that she loved. Do you I, think there's any chance that it ends up being this, the consciousness of Ultron or no? Probably not. But, but I'm gonna the, say probably not. But if they did that. That would be pretty freaking awesome. I can't even lie. Mm. It would be cool. You hear James Spader's voice coming out of Paul Bettany. I mean, come on. Age of Ultron needs some love. I'm sorry. That movie got too much hate. It got too much hate. Yeah, it's a fine movie. It's clearly the worst out of the four Avengers movies. I'm going to be honest. It's, it's For me, it's not even the worst. Bold Idiot. opinion. Idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Bold opinion there, man. I'm, I'm bold, but I I like it better than the first Avengers movie. I'm weird. I think it has a lot of freaking awesome aspects to it, despite it not have being you, perfect. Have you ever seen Uncut Gems? Yes, actually, I have seen Uncut Gems. That's uh, that's actually a very good movie. Although, god damn, it is loud. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you, I disagree. With which part? My my uh, your Avengers rankings. Oh, uh, well, again, I'm not I'm not like because that's that the reason I brought up Uncut Gems because I love the scene where he goes. I disagree. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't wholeheartedly feel that way. Like I put it ahead of the first Avengers movie, but I'm not like anyone who says it's behind it should go die. I'm not like that serious about that particular opinion. Like that's I get it. For dun, me, those two were interchangeable. But dun, dun, yeah, I agree. T- I'm gonna hit you. I'm sorry, I sing a lot. Just, just I'm a musical cat, man. So, but what, what else? What else? I'm th- thinking. Are there any? Do you have? Oh, I know what to do. Do you have oh. any, any episode nine predictions? Uh, if I had to make a prediction right now, I would say that we'll definitely get White Vision versus Regular Vision. Mm-hmm. Wow, is gonna face off against Catherine Hahn, and then at some point. White Vision's going to become so much of a threat that she teams up with Ag- Agatha. Whoa. And then and then they're going to have to fight White Vision together. Whoa. That is a... Bang. That, that is a... That is a take. Uh, hey, you got to keep in mind, in the comics, she was never a true villain, Agatha, usually. Hmm. She always wanted... She always had Wanda's best interest at heart. And I'm not saying that this Agatha is there yet. But I think that could be the start of them developing something of a relationship and so of sorts. I'm just gonna, I'm not saying I fully believe in that. I'm just trying to go a little bit bold with my prediction here. But um, I can see that though. I could see that happening in a world for sure. You know, I I I I don't mind, I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate that. Uh, I'm gonna project. I'm going to predict, first of all, I think that Pietro is the Fox Pietro pulled from the multiverse. Uh, my second prediction is that is the same as uh, yours, that White Vision and uh, the Westview Vision are going to fight. 
Mm-hmm. And I think at the end of the, I think towards the end of the episode, we're going to get something with Monica that maybe leads into Captain Marvel 2. Yeah, I can see, I can see that kind of plot line leaving. Um, see, there's going to be Marvel threads. Too. People, not all. No, the there questions, are. There not are. all the questions have to be answered now. There are there are sequels in the works. And I'm calling okay. it right now. Evan Peters is gonna have a big moment in this episode, even if it's just one moment where it confirms who he really is, and then he has a big moment in the fight. I think we're gonna get something big with him. I, I have it, would, it would be so dope to have it be revealed that a he's the Fox Vision, and b he gets another scene where he gets to, you know, slow, where we slow down time, play a song. I'm telling if you, imagine I how cool it would be if, like, something. he saves, if he, like, Westview's about to fucking blow or something, and then he grabs all the people inside and brings them out. Dude! You did not just, dude! That's, right? That's one of the best ideas I've ever heard. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, this reality could easily crumble. I mean, Hayward's about to go in there with West Vision and all his troops and bring it all down, man. Like, he doesn't I'm kind care. Of mad that I didn't think of that. I mean, it, he doesn't care if this place is gone, man. So I would not be shocked if we get a scene where he does that and he just saves everybody in town. And that would be incredible, dude. That would be that incredible. Would, that would have... I'm, I'm mad at myself for not thinking of that. <laughs> oh, God man. Damn. damn, I'm in. I'm in on that one. You're in. Uh, You're in. Uh, uh, oh, I have one more prediction. Yes. After credit scene. Oh. oh. Well, I also, I you know, Doctor Strange shows up at the end. But also, after credit scene, I think the after credit scene will reveal something, at least something, about Doctor Strange into the multiverse of madness. It's going to reveal who the villain is. I'm 99% mm. sure. Mm. I think it's going to 100% give away who the main antagonist of that movie is, whether it's Agatha, whether it's someone Agatha works for. And we already know that... um. We already know one villain that's going to be in that movie, I told you, but I'm not going to say it on here because I'm not allowed to. Would, but, you, uh, would you consider Mordo a villain? Yeah, I would say he's probably going to be in an in, in opposing role. I mean, right now, I can think of probably f- at least four antagonists in that movie, honestly. And I'm pretty God. confident in all of them. Goddamn. You know what's the main antagonist of that movie, though? Screen time. I was going to say Toby. <laughs> Get out of the way, motherfucker. There are cars. <laughs> no, no, he's gonna, he's gonna come in as emo Toby and Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's gonna have no that. shot. We need that. You know what? You know what'd be great? Bring Topher, bring Topher Grace back. Could we just have like Doctor Strange peek into the world of Spider-Man Three, see everything that's going on, and just be like, "Well, this um, is a mistake in reality," and then he just erases it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. Uh, that would be pretty funny. That would be yeah. hilarious. That's like a nice, Deadpool thing. Nice Joker laugh, by the way. Uh, oh, I can nail the Joker laugh. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that, that reminded me of like Mark Hamill a little bit. Um, Which is the greatest compliment I can ever give someone. Hey, I'll take that, man. Mark Hamill's my guy. Yes. Luke Skywalker. Um, My name's Luke, so yeah. Boom. Well, his... Well, yeah, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't make that connection initially, but now. Oh I yeah, I got, I got called Luke Skywalker my whole life, and I always hated it. Mm. I got called Thomas the Train. Oh, that one's that one would hurt me too. That sucks. Yep. Yeah, 
it it hasn't stopped. Uh, uh, all right, guys, this has been a fun review episode. Actually, before we before we call oh, it, ooh, ooh, more, uh, more. before we call it, <laughs> this this is not one division related, but I'll talk about it briefly. Um, I guess we could talk about Blade quick because actually that that does interest me Blade, quite a bit. Yeah. Dude, I think it's I, I think it's 100% 2022 now. Did you mm. did you read how long the shoot is? No, I did not. It's it's actually incredibly short. You know, Blade doesn't strike me as a movie that would take too it's, long to film. No, that's that's my point. That's why I think it's gonna be ready in 2022. It's only shooting. It's time. a two-hour movie. Oh yeah. About a vampire. Hunter. It's the equivalent of like if you were filming Daredevil, probably in terms of the aesthetic and action, honestly. Yeah. So yeah, so I, I think don't. it's gonna be um. They said September to December, actually only. Yeah, it's not. That's not too. Long. And I can't imagine it being incredibly uh, uh, CGI heavy. No. I mean, there will there will be. There'll be know, some, effect, obviously. But I can't imagine it being like in a like Spider Man No Way Home or Doctor Strange or no. WandaVision. Like, like I think that, that pieces will be not nearly as gigantic. I think I think hard. it's gonna be pretty tame compared yes. to. In terms of visual effect, which is actually great. I, w- I would love, I want more street level. He- you know how much I love these oh, street level heroes. So I'm in on this. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm all in on Blade, man. I think it's going to be a great movie. And th- just, just knowing, we, I mean, think about that movie coming out like around Halloween, man. Imagine that vibe. It would be so cool. I'm, I'm really hoping that's what we get next year. But, um, you know, obviously it's a long way out when you think about it, but um, 2022, I stand by. It's going to be the best Marvel year in the history of Marvel, and it won't be close. It's not mm. going to be close. That that, yeah. that that year is just so stacked. It's kind of yeah. it's funny. Go, well, you're going from December. You got Spider-Man, right? And then you go Thor, Doctor Strange. Uh, what else is it? Black, Black Panther, Panther two. Yep. And then Captain Marvel two. Captain Marvel. And man. and Blade. And technically, this isn't definite, but everyone in the Ant-Man cast has said multiple times, see you in 2022. Very interesting. Very so, interesting. I mean, there's a there's at least a chance that you get six MCU movies along with the shows being Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Secret Invasion, maybe so Iron, Kevin Ironheart, just, like, Armor hates, Wars. Hates time off. Oh, of yeah. Time. I mean... He's going. He's coming back with a vengeance after all this time off. Like he's about to just destroy, literally every other company out there. It's kind of. It's kind of sad, honestly. I feel bad. I I agree. Uh, yeah. Uh, I like that. Uh, I got distracted. I'm sorry. You're gonna you're gonna look in into the, what the tweet I just sent you, and you'll you'll see why really? I got distracted. I'm sorry. Really t- I'm sorry. Uh, it got oh. put. It got put on the timeline. And um, just one thing I want to also throw out there. Um, they actually have been talking about this is from the Illuminati yesterday. Um, they said that they are getting ready to cast the main villain, a Secret Invasion, which is really cool. Um, they said it's going to be someone between the ages of 50 and 60, and they're going to be again the main antagonist of this show, which is very interesting because I actually know who they want for the role oh i do is it a big actor it is oh it's actually um one of my friend's favorites so that if if it comes together it would be pretty cool it would be pretty cool for which movie said dr strange 
No, um, Secret Invasion. Oh, okay, okay. I just yes, I got confused. So it's probably gonna be a scroll. Scroll. Oh shit. Uh, you know, Secret Invasion is a, is gonna be a very interesting movie. I mean, well, it's not a movie; it's a show. Uh, oh yeah, and the, the thought of this particular actor being the antagonist gets me very excited. I will say. Like, how a list are we talking here? Uh, I mean, he might fall just shy of like the top tier A list, but I mean, he's been in quite a few great movies, and I will say, one of them is a great role he had in DC. A great role, Ben Affleck. No, I'm not gonna answer regardless <laughs> because this is not information I'm really allowed to say. Like. Well, let, give me. Can I can I ask one more question? Yes. Is it in DC or the DC Extended Universe? Not not DC Extended Universe, and I'll leave. Aaron it Eckhart. Nope. Okay, I'm not answering anymore. <laughs> I'll, I'll answer more behind the scenes. Liam Neeson. I'll tell you behind the scenes. Okay. 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 <laughs> fine. Fine. <laughs> I'll tell you right after we're done recording. God. Man. N- now I need to know. Uh, All right. Well, oh, this wait, has wait, been. Wait. Yeah. What would you give a grade for this episode? Oh, um, for me, it's an easy A+, plus, honestly. I think the episode accomplished everything it needed to. They really touched on a lot of different plot points. They told a great backstory, and the acting, man, and the dialogue especially. But it was all top-notch. I, wouldn't, I couldn't have done it any better. I agree. I agree. A+, plus on, and we'll see you guys Friday. I'm very excited. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that's going to be... Quite a, quite a, quite a, quite an episode to record. Yes, I'm pumped, and I can't wait to talk about the craziness that's going to unfold. But until next time, this has been another great episode of Cape Time. See you, everybody. Peace.